0: Another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And man, do we have a doozy for you. <laughs> oh, another doozy. I just, I feel like that's just our word. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a catchphrase. <laughs> It is a catchphrase. It's the
1: only I'm gonna, option that's available. We should available. make
0: t-shirts that say, do we have a doozy for you?
1: I think we should. That's a great idea. I want to get back I'm, on the,
0: I'm gonna the merc that too. I'm going to put that so. on the t-shirt idea list that I have yes. going. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Before we dive into the case, we definitely, definitely have some true crime news to talk about
1: oh my god i was literally telling Peyton, i'm losing sleep i'm waking up in the middle of the night sweating over the moscow idaho murders (laughs) the affidavit came out this week which literally just gave me more questions than i ever wanted than answers
0: literally then there's
1: been like all these tiktoks that i'm wrapped up in more pictures like of them removing the mattresses and like pictures of like inside not necessarily inside the house like when the crime occurred but like the layout of the house and like some other factors i don't even know where to start at this point like it's chaos it's literally chaos there's too much going on and i have no answers we just need more
0: questions than answers at this point
1: like, you texted me this week, and you were like, we need to fast forward to the trial, and I have never agreed with something more in my entire life. Um,
0: Which is very th- unfortunate, because I think it'll be a long time before we see a trial.
1: Yes, a really long time, especially since they're, like, still, you know, asking for help on things. Like, they're still kind of asking the public to, like, be reporting their tips and stuff, so they have someone arrested, but they're still... You know, looking into these main things, they're keeping the crime scene, like, intact until February, um, like, per the request of the defense attorney. So, like, she can go in there and look at stuff, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. I don't know how, if that's, like, a, I'm assuming that's probably a common thing.
0: Uh, I don't of, know. I feel like that's so, well, I guess, I don't know. It's a long I time. Don't know. But it's not a long time from now.
1: No, and that's kind of, I guess, what I was thinking, too, like, you know, I thought it was odd, like, they halted everything, and then I was like, oh, it's only until February, like, realistically, that's only, like, you know, three, four weeks, like, it's not that long that they're still trying to preserve it, um, not, like, what was the shooting, the Lakeland, Florida shooting, like, they preserved that for years, like, so that Which is absolutely could insane. go walk through it, like, that's literally There's crazy. no way.
0: Like, yeah it's just they so did. crazy it's crazy so
1: i can't imagine like if they were to do something well i don't think this is kind of the same maybe like uh, the same type of crime scene like where they would want the jury to actually like, go walk through it but it's so, big thing we do need to talk about this because you and i have been going back and forth about this in the affidavit one of the roommates supposedly seeing
0: the killer and this is (laughs) mind-blowing this is like brand new information no one ever fucking knew until this affidavit is released and we're all like what the fuck (laughs) this is it's literally mind-blowing and it really
1: because they right away from the get-go were like oh the roommates didn't hear anything like the roommates were sleeping like there's no way, you know, they weren't involved. Like, I'm not saying that they were involved, but like right away it was like that they were sleeping and they just woke up and were like, all right, this person, you know, our roommates are all dead. Obviously, now they're saying that the one girl like had thought that she saw something and or like had seen him and then didn't know if it was like, I'm assuming, a dream or what, because she didn't call nine one one, she like locked herself in her room, which is crazy.
0: But he saw he didn't see her. Or why did he this let is her leave, this like, is where live? we're confused because in the affidavit it sounds like from what I read <laughs> uh and from the TikToks I watched is also what other people gathered is that this man literally walked past her while she was awake and I don't know He must not have seen her. That is, like, only thing I can, like, figure out is that somehow he did not see her when he walked past her. And I don't know if it's because she opened the door and was, like, looking out of a dark room. Maybe the whole, like, everything was dark. And so he just, like, was looking forward towards the patio, like, sliding glass door. I don't know because I'm very confused how he walked past her and let her live. That is what I am, like, so hung up on.
1: He had tunnel vision. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. But it's, I don't know. I, there's so many, like, weird things. that Because you would think that you would want, I mean, him being in that mindset that he would have done a better job of, like, making sure that it was everyone in the house then. But, I don't know. It's all very suspect. We don't know shit. I'm more confused now than I was months ago. It's just insane to even gather all these things and all of the TikToks that I've watched and all of like the posts that are out there that I'm reading. It's like everyone's confused and everyone's in the same boat and we are at
0: rock bottom,
1: sunk to the bottom of the ocean confused.
0: Literally none of us know what's going on. So at least like we're all in that same like area together. <laughs> everyone's in
1: the same boat everyone is in the same boat I was also watching and I don't know if you saw these because I didn't really I don't go on tiktok a lot like I watch like videos that people send them to me but then every once in a while like you I think you sent me a video so then I like stayed on there and there was a bunch of um like mediums and like psychics that like prior to them finding a suspect they were like air quotes talking to the victims um to like figure out like where their murderer was and like there's all these videos that I was coming across and I was like why is this in my freaking algorithm now of like people saying like he's in Boise it's three people one of them's in New York and one of them's somewhere else and I was like
0: why why are all these people making up all these crazy things and like they end up finding the guy in Pennsylvania (laughs) That's so funny. I really love that your algorithm's onto that. I'm literally never on TikTok unless someone sends me something and then I happen to just keep scrolling after that. Uh, So that's any of the videos I've sent you or ones that (laughs) I've been sent. And then like, or I go down that rabbit hole of like, oh, I was sent one and then like six others later. This is what I'm watching now. And I'm like, oh, shit. Gotta send this to Sydney. (laughs) And I think that's, like,
1: most of what I get is, like, people sending true crime things or things about crocs to me on TikTok. And then I end up going back on there. And I'm like, oh, let me look at all the true crime things. And everything is, like, psychics and crocs now. Like, that's all it is. Psychics and crocs. And then like, this is hilarious is this? to me. This is not what I want yeah. to actually
0: look at. I have true crime I, stuff, and then I have, like, Detroit Lions, Detroit Red Wings, and, like, any other sports stuff. But, like, any Lions TikTok made is, like, anytime I open TikTok, that's the first thing I see.
1: That's the first so- <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't have, like, any true crime stuff that I feel like pops up on there. It's really, like, psychics and fucking crocs. <laughs>
0: I feel like that's very on par for you, though. But that's not what I want to watch. <laughs> like, I guess it's just what I stop on and continue watching. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe that's why it keeps popping up. Because you stop and then you watch Because I stop too long. Yeah, I think you have to watch, like, X amount of seconds. And then they keep bringing you that kind of content. But I don't really know how it works, to be honest.
1: You're going to have to just make a new TikTok account. Restart. You really might have to. I don't know. Can you refresh your, like, start it over? I'll have to look into this. I'll keep you updated. I'll go on a tangent otherwise about nonsense, but...
0: You might be able to go through your settings and, like, clear it out that way.
1: That's what I'm thinking. I'll have to look into this. But basically no information. There's a lot of new information, but it's more Very confusing,
0: yeah. (laughs) Nothing that we can all figure out what the hell is going on. So these next few months, as everything starts to unfold, it'll be really interesting. And I think even at the earliest, we're looking at, like, probably at least six months before a trial, in my opinion, just because I know it takes so long nowadays
1: I don't know. Do I you think... think it's going to be even, I think it'll be even longer than that. Yeah, I
0: don't think, I mean, I don't think we'll see a trial in the year 2023 probably.
1: No, because you... I think that they're just going to keep pushing it. Like, they're not going to have all the information they want or there's going to be issues. They're going to have like,
0: multiple psych evaluations, obviously, mm-hmm. from the stories that have been coming out with him just being held and, like, <laughs> uh, he's definitely pushing for psych evaluations and then you know everything all the motions and it's just gonna jury selection it's just gonna be a mess
1: yeah I think 2024 at the earliest if we're lucky
0: well maybe this time next year we will be discussing the trial let's hope we'll right? be
1: at the trial i'm going to the trial
0: <laughs> so yeah Sydney is going to take a leave of absence from work to cover this and then you all will catch her in <laughs> tiktoks and videos because she will be labeled another crisis actor again
1: <laughs> it just feels right it just feels like i need to attend this i need to be there i was paid no i was like if if i do go there then definitely have to add crisis actress
0: to the the resume
1: (laughs) because the that'll be the connection we'll have to be like planting tiktoks like we can make tiktoks and plant them out there that there's no way this girl i'll post them them by like Like,
0: random anonymous accounts (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) it'll be great it's gonna be great you'll
0: have to like make sure everything on social media is private because you'll be getting death threats
1: (laughs) definitely be getting death threats um We'll just plan accordingly, but I still think that we should we should plant the TikToks out there.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll come back to this idea. <laughs>
1: it could be great fun.
0: It could be. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to dive into before or talk about before we dive into the case? I not. I, I, don't think I so. know I keep talking about the serial killer in Mexico. I have no updates. So, uh, I'll just bring that to you when I have something. But right now, I have nothing. So. And you have. And I'm have not you... obsessing about anything else other than this Moscow Idaho case. Same. Um. Have you heard anything else about like Mead? I haven't, but I actually haven't looked it up in a second or a couple weeks. But let me. I was check just asking. Because
1: i so we've talked about this before but like i follow a bunch of like true crime pages on like facebook or like groups right and somebody had posted um like one of the older articles of like me like the other day and so i
0: clicked on it because i was like why is someone posting this but then i was like this is the old one yeah i mean i'm not really seeing anything the last article i had was like Lake Mead's receding waters reveal long lost bodies. But who are they? Yeah. More questions. We just, we don't know yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this most recent article from actually this past week, it literally says the Clark County coroner says they're trying to identify the individuals found through every possible effort they can put forward. Basically said it's not easy Some of the bodies underwater for decades. They were just skeletal remains. The first set they found, they've dated back to the 1970s. And so it just makes it really, really difficult to figure out, like, one, what happened to them and two, when and identify them. So they have identified the person in the barrel that was found was shot and put in the barrel. And, uh, other instances there were drownings, but it's really impossible to like identify. Uh, we did talk about they publicly identified the one person who drowned.
1: Yeah. Um, that was like more recent too, like that that had occurred. I think all the ones that are like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, like that's going to take definitely some time.
0: Yeah, exactly. And obviously, they think the person in the barrel that was shot was, like, a mob hit. Uh, but they really... And they're working with that local mob museum. And the curators yes. and people there to, like, figure out how it might be linked. As well as uh, a history professor at the University of Nevada. And, like... I mean, they have so many people trying to link things together. But... They just really still don't have people identified. (laughs) They said that Lake Mead for years and decades was receiving more than 7 million visitors a year. So it's really hard. One, like, there's not really, like, evidence that they can collect other than the bodies. (laughs) And then, two, they're trying to, like, process of elimination or DNA and, like, all that kind of stuff. but. That Those bodies have been sitting underwater for so long that it's really tainted that and uh, making it very hard to go through. So, I mean, like, we talked about this when that started happening. It's been almost a year since they found that first body. That's true. I think it was, That's what, crazy. May?
1: Yeah, I think, like, April or May.
0: Yeah, It was a right so... around the
1: time, like, that we got back from Vegas.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we, uh, hopefully we'll hear something again this year on that, but I mean, it's just going to take some time.
1: (laughs) Well, they'll just keep it hush hush and we'll never hear anything else again, which yeah,
0: quite possibly
1: is how most of my obsessions die.
0: Um, same.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Never hear anything about it I've literally
0: been following that one case for, like, weeks, who has, like, a reward, and it's, like, an active investigation with the FBI, and I'm, like, getting nothing. So I'm like, okay, well, this is boring now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, unfortunately, like, you obsess over these things, and then all of a sudden, they stop giving you updates, they stop giving you anything, and then you're like, okay, I can only read the same information so many times over and over and over again, and then you find something new. Literally, it's hard.
0: Well, that is all I had. I think that was all you wanted to talk about was the Moscow case, right?
1: Yeah, my my Moscow case of no answers.
0: <laughs> well, I will let you uh, dive into this case then for everyone.
1: Cool. Nurses hold many duties. They care for their patients. They communicate with doctors. They check vitals of their patients, and they administer medicine to their patients. They basically hold one of the most important roles in medical facilities and are seen to many people as heroes within these roles. Um, on the other hand, there's some people that are seen and know there are some nurses that are seen and known as angels of death. Since 1970, there's been more than 2,600 nursing home and hospital deaths that have been linked to the work of an angel of death or simply a serial killer holding the profession of a nurse, ultimately. Vicki Dawn Jackson was well known in her small town of Nocona, Texas, with a population of 3,000 in the 2010 census. Uh, The city has only two stoplights and a Dairy Queen, so it's truly your typical small town. Wow. (laughs) If it doesn't have a Dairy dairy Queen, queen. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the the typical small town fast food restaurant is DQ.
0: Yeah, or a McDonald's. Like a lot of places here in, like, Michigan, where they are, like, rural areas, they usually have a McDonald's.
1: Really? I feel like it's, like, Dairy Queen or, like, A&W which is, like, the common ones that I think of in my head.
0: Yeah, when I was staying in the Upper Peninsula the last time we were there, we, like, didn't have time for real food. So I was like, oh, well, let me just see, like, what fast food is around. And, like, literally in, like, an hour and a half drive, there was only, like, two McDonald's and a subway and a gas station. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it was it was wild. <laughs> Typical small towns, fast
1: food. One fast food. Um, yep. <laughs> so, it's, so, the town itself is located about twenty-five miles from the Oklahoma border, but also I had to uh, mention this fun fact that it's about an hour and a half from the Greater Winniewood Exotic Animal Park or the Tiger King Park. Um, I saw that it was oh like God. near like the the Oklahoma Texas border, and I was like the Winnie Wood Park is somewhere over here, but I don't know where it is. So I had to find it on the map because <laughs> I was too invested. So I thought that might be interesting to somebody.
0: That was interesting to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, Vicki had been a nurse or a nurse's
1: aide since she was a junior in high school. And she was employed at Nokana General Hospital in December of 2000. Uh, Nocana General Hospital was a one-story brick building, and it was one of the smallest hospitals in the state of Texas. There was rarely more than 15 patients across the 18 rooms that the hospital had on any one of the night shifts that she had worked. She had always appeared to be a dedicated and caring nurse on the outside. That was until she wasn't. From December 11, 2000, to February 18, 2001, she'd been accused of murdering 10 patients, and most likely killing another 10, and an attempted murder on five. So 25 people. The difference in like
0: two months.
1: Literally two months, like that's wild. Two months and seven days.
0: That is like no time at all. Oh my God! <laughs> Literally no time.
1: The difference between Vicky and many other serial killer nurses is that Vicky was not specifically targeting patients who were terminally ill or were in pain. Um, people may like. I feel like that's a. Com- I wanted to mention that because I feel like that's a common thing. Like, there's the big case with the doctor in New Orleans, like during Hurricane Katrina, where she had kind of been killing patients because they weren't going to get out of the hospital and, like, were trapped in Hurricane Katrina. Like, they were going to basically die in the hospital either way. So she wanted to take them out of their pain and out of their misery. Um, you know, kind and we of also do got
0: f- a favor. A very big, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I guess I should ask if this is a big case nationwide, but... Like, Michigan, we had a doctor that was literally called the Angel of Death, and that's what he had, like, terminally ill and elderly patients he would euthanize. Uh, Jack Kevorkian. That Did name sounds that super name?
1: familiar. Yeah. Uh,
0: we have, like, a really famous lawyer <laughs> uh, who's, like, on commercials all the time here, and that was, like, his first big case. He got really famous off of it. Really? Because uh, it, Yeah, it was, like, this huge-ass <laughs> case. <laughs> But I was like, oh, I should ask if this was, like, a huge case everywhere. But everyone here knows that name.
1: Sure. No, that name's not super familiar. And, I mean, there is... That might be, like, one of the bigger ones. Because I feel like there is, like, a handful, like, where...
0: I was going to say, but there's literally a million of them. (laughs) Literally
1: a million. You could just search, like, serial killer nurses, serial killer doctors. doctors. There's so many that come up.
0: Yeah, it's wild.
1: And, like... So, you said that he was, like, euthanizing, like, older patients or, like, people, like, term were they terminally ill yeah. or, like, okay. So, like, I feel and like so that's And so, supposedly, very it
0: wasn't, like, it was the difference was that it was more of, like, an assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. He wasn't actually killing people against their wishes. He was killing people who wanted to die in, like, yeah. a humane way. So, it is a little different. <laughs> Uh, so fucked up, so illegal. <laughs> but yes, De-
1: definitely illegal either way. And like, so the Hurricane Katrina lady—I can't think what her name is. there's a doctor during Hurricane Katrina, and they just had like the. there's a, I think I told you to watch that. They had a show that, or a, a show that came out on Apple TV, and it was like ten days at something, five days at. Now I'm gonna. I feel oh like. Oh my god, you did
0: up. tell me to watch this, and I didn't. So that's my bad. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. It, what was it called? Now I'm going to, I got to look this up. Five days at
1: Memorial. Come on. Why could I not remember that? And it's basically this doctor that she's killing these patients because they're not going to get out. And so I feel like that's like the commonality of it. Like you're saying the person from Michigan, the doctor from Michigan, like they're trying to do these assisted suicides or like help out their terminally ill patients, kind of do them a favor all of Vicky's patients were in healthy condition prior to their passing. Um, hold on, miss. So all of Vicky's patients were in healthy condition prior to their passing. It's quoted that she didn't try to save anyone at all. She was just targeting people. Um, she would take a full syringe with. Miracurium chloride, which is a drug that paralyzes your respiratory system. And all of the victims were locals. This is a small town. So that was emphasized in the beginning. There's 3,000 people in this town. So these are people that she had either previously cared for. They were her neighbors. They were people that she'd known for quite some time. One of them even being her father-in-law. And... Wild.
0: (laughs) Like... Like, that makes it more wild. Like, you knew all these people somehow.
1: Every single one of them. Like, it wasn't. I don't think there was one single person that would have been considered, like, a random, you know, a straggler that had come into town. Like, this is just a small town. Due to the unusually high number of deaths within that two month period, the hospital administrator, Charles Norris, had noticed there was vitals of this Mira. Miracurium that had been going missing and were basically unaccounted for during this time you're braver than I am you're braver than I
0: am because I was not even going to try to say that name
1: (laughs) I should have just wrote drug
0: I was like I'm worried let me look it up and say what like I wrote notes of like drug known as like whatever it (laughs) is you know
1: (laughs) that's I should have put that. I I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> so this drug had been gone missing and it was like basically unaccounted for in the pharmacy. So after discussing with the pharmacist, uh, there was a realization that also all of these deaths were taking place on the night shift, the shift that Vicky worked. And she was also in many cases the last nurse that had gone into these victims rooms prior to them being deceased. The police were obviously notified, and an, an investigation had began between the local police, the Texas Rangers, and the FBI to look into the deaths of these 20 previous patients. Vicki had been fired from the hospital in February of 2001 and had found a job at a local grocery store afterwards. Where she then ended up being arrested on July of 2002 on charges of four capital murder murders and was set a two million dollar bond as they awaited trial basically during this time they were still trying to continue to investigate all these other people um they had to exhume the bodies and examine all of these bodies in order to confirm the nature in which they died so they don't want to get her like let her get out as they continue their investigation during this period of time
0: yeah i like literally saw they were examining but bo- exhuming bodies and re-examining them from like texas and oklahoma cemeteries because it was so close to the border people were buried on both sides mm-hmm. i can't imagine like the red tape you have to go through to like do all of that not only in like separate counties but now you're in separate states
1: that's true so like i guess i didn't really think about that aspect of it i was thinking and this could be you know why They were only able to charge her for so many murders. But, like, what happens if you were uh, cremated? So, like, if you didn't actually, your body didn't actually get buried, then they can't, can't, like, look into it in that nature. And I couldn't find anything about that because that was one of the things that right away I was like, okay, so they can't confirm those deaths, though. It's just kind of, you know, presumed that that's unfortunately what happened to them because this was happening during that period of time. but. She didn't. Well, and I thought that answers,
0: yeah, like a lot of times they were, it was like written off as of like old age or like something mm-hmm. like one of those complications. So, as someone who I didn't know that this was like a thing, but my uncle passed away uh, like a year and a half ago now. And he was older, nothing like, I mean, he had like health issues. He had just retired like the year before. But he had passed away in his own home. So my family had the option to do an autopsy if we wanted to, but basically it wasn't required because they suspected it was linked to something of his health and his age, but there was no signs of foul play. I didn't know that. Like I presumed that, interesting, like, like you would have to do an autopsy, but. To this day like we don't know like what actually happened we assume he had a heart attack in his sleep but like we don't actually know
1: that's interesting because yeah I guess you I was always under the impression that they would just automatically do it because otherwise Damn. what's the point <laughs> of having that I guess I don't want to say what's the point of having that job but like Okay, they could just pick and choose when you want to get an autopsy done. I just assumed that that was, like, the next step in the line of the process. I guess, like,
0: 100% if there's fall play, there is automatically, or, like, fall but play suspected, there's automatically an autopsy. But, uh, yeah, and and so I'm guessing in these cases, those autopsies weren't done in probably all of them, if not most of them, because of that.
1: Well, and also, so this is something I didn't really look into but now I'm thinking about it so this is like a the drug is like a it seemed like it was like a I can't I'm just gonna stutter the whole time like a muscle relaxer like on your respiratory system so it's is that something that they would if they performed an autopsy on it would they like assume like would they look into the drugs to that nature and like assume like okay you didn't this person didn't need anything done with their respiratory system but they did it anyway i don't know how that works like i guess i don't know the details of like what they're looking like them looking at the autopsy are they actually saying like this makes sense but this doesn't make sense or are they just looking at everything overall and being like these are the issues they had with their lungs these are the drugs that they possibly had taken do what you want with the information and then like They just don't do anything with
0: it. You would think, like, they would be like, okay, these are the drugs that they should have in their system, or these were the drugs like prescriptions they They were on, and here's what they were administered in the hospital on record. Anything else they shouldn't have in their system, but who knows?
1: Also, being a small town though, like, it could have just simply been like what you said that they just didn't get an autopsy done, like, all right, they died in the hospital, they're all older people. I think yeah. everyone was between the ages of, like, 62 and 100. So, I mean, they were older individuals. Um, yeah. You know, we don't have to go any further with this. So she was set a $2 million bond when she was first charged with the first four counts of murder. In 2004, so two years after she had been initially charged, she was charged with six more murders, and her bond was raised from $2 million to $6 million. Vicky had pled no contest in two trials. Uh, the first resulted in a mistrial after the prosecutor had suggested that her failing marriage and losing custody of her children may have caused all of this anger within her, which is basically something that caused some prejudice against the jury. Wow.
0: Very understandably as well.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely not something that uh, should, whether it's accurate or not shouldn't be released in some of these trials and then in the second trial she had been convicted and sentenced to life in prison and following her conviction she had released a statement uh which i had tried very hard to find and i could not find the actual statement um but it basically in the articles it says that she's just expressing her innocence and continuing to state that she's innocent and expressing her sympathy towards the families of the victims. In 2015, her defense team had sought a hearing for a new trial, which was unsuccessful. And Vicki remains in custody until her earliest parole date being 2042, when she'd be 76 years old if she was able to get out on parole. The Um, only,
0: I was going to say, the only other fun fact I have is that she was born February 13th, which makes her an Aquarius, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I did, I did see that, because I was like, oh, this is the day after Abe Lincoln's birthday. Of course, that's how you know, other people look at it as the day before Valentine's Day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Abe Lincoln always... The Super Bowl lands on Abe's birthday this year, okay, guys? So it's not the Super Bowl day, it's Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Remember that? I will post about it as
0: well. This is definitely a day to celebrate nationwide, then.
1: <laughs> not because it's the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, both reasons, but...
1: <laughs> it's Abraham Lincoln's birthday. We're partying yes. for you. <laughs> I do have, I guess, a, a couple more comments, but then I do want to end with something else. Um, so, I don't know how I found this, but I was, like, super intrigued because it was something I had never heard of. I'm assuming probably because it happened in this small town and never made it any further. Um, but there's a decent amount of, like, information about this out there. It's has been on multiple different TV shows. And I think the the whole, like, nurses and doctors helping their patients out or, like, killing their patients is, like something that doesn't get talked about enough because in a lot of cases it's that they're helping their patients which I'm not gonna say whether I'm for or against but like there's also these other nurses and doctors that are out there where they literally just are blatantly killing their patients and I don't feel like it's talked about enough and there's so many people that this has happened to.
0: I feel like there's only been, like, a handful of cases that have gotten really, really big. And usually it's, like, way after the fact when they do, like, docu-series and stuff like that. Like, I'm assuming, like, I say obviously at first, but, like, I'm assuming most people have heard of, like, Dr. Death. Who was a doctor, I'm pretty sure, in Texas. Uh, (laughs) But also... I've heard stories or, like, podcast episodes of, like, three different doctors nicknamed Dr. Death, so, <laughs> like, I think only the big ones really get talked about, and I unfortunately don't think that's why we didn't hear about this, but I think this probably happens way more than we expect, like, yeah, I think so, too,
1: I mean, I can't tell you how often, and I'm not saying that, like, every single case is, like, a nurse or, like, a CNA or whatever it is, like, hurting a patient, but, like, I would say at least a couple times a year in my town or, like, near my town, I read articles about people dying and it being under suspect, like, suspected circumstances. Um, There was just a big case that had come out, like, outside of the Wisconsin Dells, so that's probably, like, two hours from me, Um, and a lady had like, a nurse had amputated one of her patient's foots, who, basically, he was in pain, he had something wrong with his foot, and she amputated it, and I was reading this article, and I was like, how can she, like, she's a nurse. I'm pretty sure a nurse,
0: yeah, should never do that, but... And then they were saying,
1: like, it was basically hanging on by a thread, so, like, all she had to do was, like, do a little cut, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, this should be front page of the news like this should be everywhere like, like
0: yeah
1: she's getting charged for it but like that was the first and the last article i saw about it like that was it wow. there's nothing else to it it's crazy well,
0: i saw this case was featured a british show like it sounded like an investigation discovery version uh literally titled nurses who kill so they had like entire shows like it was yeah. like season 2 that this was featured on so Multiple seasons just focus on nurses who do this. And that's, like, let that sink in. <laughs> super crazy.
1: And I think it's way it's way more common than you would think, unfortunately. Um, I do just want to end by naming off all the victims and just taking a minute to remember them and the tragedy. Um, I know that we always try to focus on the victims here. There's just so many in this case that I can't put... 15 names for our title, as much as I would rather do that than name off Vicky as our title of this episode. Um, So there's 10 confirmed, which are all listed here. Donna Alice Jennings, who was 100. Sanford Ray Mitchell was 62. James Wesley Gore, 80. Jimmy Ray Holder, 65. Dorothy Jean Vandenberg, 78. JT Nichols, 80. John Walter Williams 78, Oma Ovella Glenn Weiler, 95, Orville Lee Moore Jr. 82, and Everett E. Jackson who was 92 years old.
0: But it's just seriously so sad to so like sad. live your whole life and be that age and like that's unfortunately what happens and it's just with someone who took an oath to uh protect you basically and and uphold the law and do what's right medically so it's uh pretty messed up
1: very messed up very tragic horrific that that's how we treat our elders unfortunately in some cases um and definitely a case. I think this is going to be one that sticks with me. You know, her not having her guilt. I listened to like an interview with her. She doesn't think she did anything wrong, even though the, there's just piling evidence against her. That unfortunately, she played. She played no
0: contest. I yeah, she pled no contest. So like, at some point, usually when you plead no contest, you are admitting your guilt without admitting your guilt so
1: (laughs) exactly if you were going to proclaim your innocence it's typically that you're not guilty and that's that but no she's very adamant that she's innocent she doesn't seem to think she did anything wrong um there's articles of like her daughter you know talking against her saying that she was not a nice lady she's not necessarily surprised. Lots of really fucked up information, unfortunately. It's terrible it had to end this way. I absolutely agree. But I have a joke and a fact to end a little lighter. Thanks,
0: so we're not ending (laughs) on a depressing note. (laughs) It's such a depressing note.
1: Uh, Do you want a fact or a joke first? Let's go fact first. Somalis are basically ancient. Um, They date back nearly 8,000 years. What are? Somalis.
0: Oh, I thought you said Somalis for some reason, (laughs) and I was like, what? How does that have to do with anything?
1: (laughs) That's my lisp, sorry.
0: (laughs) That's really interesting. I did not know that.
1: I did think that was interesting. That was a good fact. (laughs) I'm I also going to apologize
0: for anyone who might hear my baby <laughs> grunting in the background. Uh, <laughs> I'm, <clears throat> I'm trying to maintain yeah. that, but <laughs> he's a very loud baby.
1: <laughs> he's uh, our third member of the podcast. I told Peyton it, it's totally fine. He wants to just voice his opinion. Um, yeah, he wanted he's to probably be included saying, today. yeah, he did. He's a man of few words, <laughs> lots of grunts. Maybe he'll uh, laugh at my joke.
0: Oh, 100%. (laughs)
1: What did one wall say to the other wall? What? I'll meet you at the corner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he liked that.
1: (laughs) He doesn't like that one at
0: all. (laughs) It was pretty punny, though. It was funny. It was funny. It took him a second, but I think he thinks it's funny now. What do you think? I don't think so. What do you think, sir? Maybe. It was like an eh. I mean, maybe. He's like, I don't don't know if that's like an eh. It's kind of (laughs) funny. Or an eh, eh. I'm over it. (laughs) <laughs> Get a new joke book, man. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Thank you. Well, folks, you can find us on Facebook, Tacos and Tequila Podcast.
1: On Instagram, it's just Tacos and Tequila.
0: We also have a website, tacosandtequilapodcast.com which has... Links to all our episodes on Spotify, our summaries of each episode, as well as their sources.
1: And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a rating and or review. This helps us get noticed and helps other people find our podcast. It's also really awesome to see what you guys like about us.
0: Yeah, we love the feedback and any positive reviews obviously make our day. So Thank you if you uh, leave a good review. (laughs) Thanks. And I think that is it. I don't think we have any upcoming holidays, do we? No. I don't know. Not next week. Okay, good. So I'm not missing anything. (laughs) Usually I'm prepared. So (laughs) Uh, if that is the case, then I guess we will talk to you all next week then. Bye. Bye. (laughs) curing <laughs> <laughs>